I mean, I live in Canada and I know there's a lot of families that are suffering in our communities because they're unable to afford healthy meal. Unfortunately, the food banks are empty. There's a high demand. So of course, for Canadian Muslim National Zakat Feed Foundation program is working on, on a very vigorous way. The Halal Food Podcast by Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in the US, Canada and the UK. Welcome friends, on our podcast we feature inspiring and accomplished Muslims in the West from all backgrounds. We talk to them about their lives and about the halal restaurants where they love to eat. Our guest today is Rumina Rizvi, who runs the Instagram blog Delicious Muslim Mom and is based in the greater Toronto area. She is one of the largest halal food bloggers in the Toronto area with over 70,000 followers on Instagram. For anyone thinking of visiting Toronto, Rumina has a lot of fantastic and diverse recommendations of places to eat, and she shares them with us today. Rumina is also involved in supporting a number of Islamic charities, which she tells us about. If you enjoy the episode, make sure to hit that like button. Now, without further delay, let's jump over to the interview. Rumina, assalamu alaikum, and thank you so much for joining us. Walaikum assalam, Z, and thank you for having me. Of course, and and we especially appreciate it because we're recording recording this during Ramadan, and that's always you know, especially during the daytime, harder for a lot of us. Uh, but but we appreciate the time. So, Rumina, let's jump right into it. You are uh, one of the uh, by far one of the top halal food bloggers in the Greater Toronto area. Uh, how did you uh, get into food blogging? Well, to begin with, I have a marketing background. I came from Dubai in 2006. And that is the time when I used to be looking around for a lot of halal restaurants. And there were not many, very many. So um, I used to look for them on various websites. There, were, there weren't many sources as well available at that time. There was just Zabiha Halal, the Zabiha.com. And um, I used to search for all the halal restaurants there. I used to go and try them. And then I used to write reviews there. I always used to re- leave a review. And that's how it got into me of writing reviews for different halal restaurants that I used to try. And slowly and gradually, uh, you know, uh, once everything started getting better in terms of the halal food scene, then of course the Instagram thing happened. Then I started using Instagram. And... Um, uh, all of a sudden, there were lots of food events that started happening and I got invited to one. I met a couple of other food bloggers and that is when I started taking it a little more seriously. Otherwise, I was just doing it for fun to begin with. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of bloggers that we uh, that we were in contact with started just that way. They love food. They started sort of getting involved online and they said, well, why don't I just do this? So uh, we're we're glad you did. So, so you mentioned you got in touch with some of the other bloggers. Uh, who are some of the bloggers who kind of you're in touch with or you collaborate with or you just like either in the greater Toronto area scene or, you know, around the U.S., Canada, world, anywhere? Uh-huh. All right. When I started the whole um, blogging thingy and also along with writing reviews, the first person I came across was Halal Furi. That's Salima Jabraj. And um, she used to write amazing blogs about and reviews about restaurants. And I used to follow her. 
And um, that was her who invited me to the Halal Food Fest, the first Halal Food Fest that happened in GTA. It was a huge uh, turnout. There were about more than 20,000 people that had turned out that year. Lots of halal restaurants, lots of halal businesses were there. And obviously a lot of uh, bloggers were there invited as well. And that is where I met up, um, uh, some of them. And I'm still friends with most of them. But um, kudos to Halal Foodie, uh, Salima, for making such a huge platform for halal food scene and uh, introducing halal uh, businesses. It was an amazing opportunity for networking as well. I met uh, Sidra I, from Sidra Round Town. I met Sadia, Waterbite. I met Rida, Girls on a Roll. And that is how um, we became really good friends. And uh, we, um, and they, all, of course, we started encouraging each other about our blogs and uh, sharing our, our collaborations, getting invited to each other's events. And that is how, you know, we literally became good friends as well. And um, they are literally, I call them the OGs. Because I was definitely, I wasn't doing as much as what they were doing because they were pretty, uh, you know, I think they were very focused and they knew what they were doing. I was just doing it merely for fun kind of a thing. So were they perhaps. But um, their reviews were pretty intriguing. They had very intriguing information about what are the sources of the meat and the locations and um, the different cuisines that uh, they try. And they were pretty regular as well. So I wasn't as consistent at them initially. But then definitely they motivated me a lot. And um, that's how it began, to be honest. And uh, now there are not many bloggers. There are so many of them that I really look up to and I really like and I admire their work. Um, there is the girl in the city. She's uh, doing really well. Anna Fick from Lifestyle. There are, there are lots of niche as well that I I work with besides food. Uh, because there are lots of halal businesses that want to work with us besides food as well. So I think the niche has also expanded besides food but then I follow a lot of them uh, whether they're food bloggers or whether they're lifestyle bloggers incorporating both together so Anifik is another one of them she's a good friend and she has amazing content as well I follow Twins Mama Life she's also amazing they're 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 really doing well amazing uh you know it's great to hear about the collaboration among the bloggers because it really is a community Right, and everyone's in it for the love of the community, uh, and 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 helping. You know, with the, you serve an incredible, important function for the rest of us who just want to find out where we should be eating, and you're you're you know doing the heavy lifting so we can all find the best spots. Um, which, along those lines, uh, I you know our our viewers love to hear from you know top bloggers like yourself about you know what are your recommendations. So. In the greater Toronto area, which um, I am, I'm, I live in New York, but I'm originally Canadian. I'm visiting Toronto again this summer. So I'm, you know, a little bit of pressure here. I'm going to try as many of the spots you're as you're going, going to be. Second. <laughs> you're going to be spoiled for choices, I tell you. Yeah, inshallah. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So, so let's talk about some of your best uh, recommendations. So let's start off with, I understand you're, you're, you know, a fan of Egyptian food. What are your top Egyptian picks in Toronto? All right. Huge fan of Masrabi Kitchen. Um, because for me, food is not just about uh, the taste and the presentation. It's about, uh, uh, you know, connection. So for me, it's very important to build connection with the food. So whenever I visit Masrabi Kitchen, 
I enjoy the the welcoming ambiance because it's, it feels like home. So the food gives the same taste, same flavor. It's it's very welcoming. So the entire experience for me, it's it's um, it's just amazing. So not no doubt the food is amazing, and you're gonna love the food as well. And uh, what makes it more special is the hospitality and the way you're welcomed in in at the restaurant. That makes uh, a huge difference. And then um, my second option, I there is another option, uh, which is uh, karaoke cuisine. Again, the food is amazing. Very passionate people working, and um, it it shows in the food. It's very, very basic, as in very basic Egyptian food, but and you you feel the taste of home. So there is that connection that you build with the food. Those are two great picks. Um... So sticking on the Middle Eastern theme, uh, I one of my favorite foods in the world by far is shawarma. So if I'm looking for good shawarma in the in the greater Toronto area, what, where should I check out? Well, um, I recently tried sumak, and I was very impressed because this it's, it's the Iraqi shawarma, and they serve it in a bread called samoon, which is pretty similar to baladi bread, and it it was. It was quite recent that I tried them at an event and I really, really liked it. So I would definitely recommend you to try that shawarma. The other place is there is a supermarket called Al Jazeera Supermarket in Mississauga. And they have their own restaurant. They have their own meat section. They use their own fresh meat to make their own fresh grills and barbecues and shawarmas. And they taste heavenly delicious because everything is prepared deliciously in front of you. So... Very authentic Iraqi shawarma and kebab platters. You're definitely going to love it. Sounds great. Okay, so let's move a little uh, a little further east. Um, another cuisine that I absolutely love is Afghan. So, what are uh, what are a couple of your top Afghan recommendations in Toronto? Well, I would highly recommend Watan kebab. It's a very popular joint, and um, the food is amazing. Very consistent in terms of taste, flavor, and presentation, and uh, quantity, pretty ample quantity. So you're definitely going to enjoy. I mean, the meats are very succulent, juicy, the very flavorful, just like how it's supposed to be. And I have another favorite, which I recently tried, which is uh, Afghan Slim. It is um, a dine-in, which is a, not a self-service. The best part is that you are served. And it's a full-service restaurant with entire ambience and, again, the hospitality playing a key important role, a story. And there are lots of tidbits about the culture. So there's a lot of cultures thrown in with the food and it, the experience itself makes the food uh, and everything looks amazing and tastes amazing as well. Okay. Those sounds like, sound like two great choices. Um, okay, moving further east. You know, back where my family is originally from, I think you might be as well, South Asia. What are a couple of your top desi picks in Toronto? I'm sure there's a lot to choose from. Actually, yes, there are quite a lot of them. But um, one of my most favorite ones are is a reason that I tried, which is called desi chok. All right. And the reason why I picked up uh, desi chok is because uh, they are not using any preservatives. Everything is absolutely natural. All the spices, all the blends. And again, very passionate people working to bring that flavors. Very authentic desi flavors. So uh, 
uh, and they have a, I mean amazing variety as well of uh, desi cuisine. So highly recommend them too, uh, as well. And um, one more, because my husband is a huge biryani fan, and that's the first thing he asked me to cook for him when I came in here. And ever since then, I've been looking for a very you know authentic biryani, especially the way he likes it, especially with the potatoes and you know I don't know if you've ever tried biryani though, have you? Oh, that's amazing. So he's a very picky eater. And to definitely get him to like something, it's not easy. And we both tried Karachi Express, and they definitely serve the most authentic biryani. And if if you know that South Asian cannot do without biryanis, all right, especially coming from back home, that is like a cult favorite, and it's a must in every household, probably once in every week. And majority of the people are cooking it at home as well. But this is something that you got to try, and it. It gives you an amazing, authentic taste, and they're very, uh, and they're very consistent with their uh, the taste, the flavor, and the presentation. Everything is just on point. Highly recommended. And other, they have other, uh, of course, other uh, menu items as well that are desi, typical desi, and the kebabs, the grills. They're equally good. But biryani, Karachi Express. All right, definitely worth checking out. Um, what about street food? Do you have any any picks for street food? I do, but I have a very, um, you know, it's like a ta- my taste buds usually gets very enticed when it's about desi taste, desi uh, street style food, and especially about charts and things like that. They're very tangy, they're sour, sweet as well. So for me, um, there is because I live in Milton, Ontario, and one of our most cult favorite, I think every Miltonian uh, is going to vouch for this, is ye cheese. All right, and they have some amazing kebab rolls in their parathas. They've got grilled chicken, they've got Bihari kebab, and um, they've got their chaats and bun kebab. And I kid you not, if you have it once, you're going to be addicted. So definitely ye cheese. I again have a second favorite, which is called Yaruka Adda. They're again um, one of my favorites because they have very authentic chaats and uh, faluda. And also bun kebabs and their andewala burger, which is which means um, a patty, and they've got a fried egg on top of it. Finger licking good. <laughs> I'm fasting. Yeah, so so am I, and and I'm I'm getting hungry way too early in the day. Uh, but those are phenomenal picks. Well, all my family loves Desi street food, so we're definitely going to hit those joints. Um, okay, shifting gears even again, let's talk about a couple of Western uh, classics. Um, what about steaks? What are some good steak places or a couple of good steak places in Toronto? Well, there are certain places which have, which offers you steak, precisely steak places, which is like Blackstone, uh, for their steaks. They're very famous and they're delicious. I mean, the steaks are with the primest of meat, well cooked, however you like it, whether you like it rare, you like it medium rare, they do a very fine job with the sides and the presentation and the, the, you know, the, uh, the platter as well. And along with Blackstone, I'd like to mention Karamia. Although they are Italian-inspired, they have amazing pastas and uh, other Italian, uh, you know, items. But the best part is their steaks with the saffron sauce. I highly recommend you to try that if you're coming down this the east side. It's in Scarborough, uh, in the Markham side, actually. And they're, they're just like supremely good. It's a very fine dining restaurant but it gives you a very, very authentic steak feel. 
another favorite of mine uh, is Haze Lounge. Although it's more like a, you know, it's like a fusion food and um, there are lots of other options besides steaks, but um, I pretty much enjoy their steaks. Okay, those sound like two mouth-watering picks. Um, okay, the last thing I'll ask you about, which is super classic, and I always have to have this in every city. What are, in your opinion, what are a couple of the best burger spots in in Toronto? Oh, actually, there are quite a lot of them, so it's it's a, it's very difficult to pick just one or two. All right, Gladiator. All right. Then there is the Burger Bros. I love Burger Bros. Uh, they have a huge variety, especially because they have lettuce, uh, lettuce fit, uh, you know, um, instead of the bun, you can always omit for uh, a lettuce wrap, which is one of my favorites uh, because uh, I like to be a little healthy. So I try and work out that way. And I try to incorporate some healthy food, especially with burgers. You know, you can't go wrong. So you have to be very picky and I'm very picky when it comes to burgers. So the Burger Bros is another choice. Top Gun is very well known as well the burger nator there is and then the burger alley it has i recently tried it and i loved it and they're very good it's gourmet style burgers but they're all of them i mean it's hard to pick one well those are those are four great picks i'm gonna i'm gonna try my best to, to hit them all um so rumina shifting gears a little bit uh it is ramadan and uh, you on your Instagram page have been uh, pretty sort of uh, kind of vocal or active about uh, supporting some charities uh, during this time, uh, you know, including Islamic Relief Canada. Can you talk about, you know, tell our audience about what you're doing, what are the initiatives that you're supporting uh, and how that came about and, and your work with the organizations? The best part of working on this platform and having a voice is when you're able to raise awareness and when, when you have an audience that are that reciprocates and that actually, you know, uh, finds you credible enough to share these um, causes and um, they respond to these causes and uh, they actually understand how important it is to donate and to give charity and trust in, in the kind of organizations that we represent. I mean, they are already there. I mean, I'm, I don't consider myself as worthy as these huge organizations that are already been working and doing amazing work. But um, for example, I'm working with Islamic Relief, just that I recently shared about, which are um, for the earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria. And especially because of the catastrophe that happened recently. It's, it's a gigantic uh, scale and of course people are looking and um, wanting aid especially with the hospitals and food I mean shelter there's there's so much especially for the children and I feel for them because I I have never myself imagined having to go through something like that god forbid you know especially with the kids being a mother I mean that's the biggest fear we all have don't we anyone to go through something like that so um, another part of me working with Islamic Relief uh, and the other charities that I'm going to mention with you is that I'm not bound by any contract that I cannot work with any other charities. So that gives me freedom to represent Human Concerns International as well, who are doing a phenomenal work. They are doing 
just supremely amazing way, especially for the orphans. And uh, and, and I, since I've been working with them for the last couple of years on raising awareness about water retention and building water, uh, wells, actually, in different parts of the world. And, and it's an amazing cause. Of course, water is an essential part and how important it is to have clean water to be able to drink it for other sanitation purposes. So, of course, HCI is doing an amazing work in doing that. Of course, then it comes to being local. I mean, I live in Canada and I know there's a lot of families that are suffering in our communities because they're unable to afford a healthy meal. Unfortunately, the food banks are empty. There's a high demand. So, of course, for Canadian Muslim, National Zakat Feed Foundation Program is working on in a very vigorous way in helping these uh, Muslim communities come together and have healthy halal meals delivered to them. So National Zakat Foundation is hosting at the FEED program and they receive a record number of applications from vulnerable Muslim seeking assistance with food, unable to access mainstream food banks. And um, National Zakat Foundation has started the FEED program where it works with local trustworthy NGOs who understands the need with their local communities alongside with dedicated volunteers and they provide healthy halal food through um, uh, local suppliers and vendors and um, even superstores, supermarkets that given. And it's such a noble cause and one of the things that we definitely have to give back to the community that we are a part of. So I definitely encourage our uh, my followers, of course, my friends, to give into those kind of charities and support locally. Yeah, that that's amazing uh, that you're doing both, right? Raising awareness for causes globally where there's a lot of need and there's a lot of suffering. But, you know, we as, as Muslim communities in the West, like you're saying, need to focus on our own locally as well, right? Because we're the ones who are here for them. Absolutely, because we, we, we need to know that they're our neighbors at the end of the day. And that plays an important, distinct, integral part of our community. Yeah. Well, Rumina, thank you so much for all this amazing work that you do and the awareness that you're uh, creating for these causes. Uh, and also, thank you so much for, for joining us today and, and for sharing you know, your experiences as, as well as your recommendations. The audience really appreciates Thank you so much for having me, Z, and happy Ramadan to you. Yeah, Ramadan Karim, and uh, we'll try to have you on again. I was telling a couple of your friends in the GTA um, that you know we should probably have a roundtable follow-up episode where I have you know a number of you on together, and we can debate some like culinary uh, cul culinary issues. Absolutely, I would love to have you. Over. Let me know when you're here next. Okay, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, okay, have a great rest of your Ramadan, and and, and we'll yourself. See you soon. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options in the US, Canada, and the UK, featuring over 17,000 restaurants in over 2,500 cities. You can find us on our website at halalrun.com or on all our socials where we are at Halal Run. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe so we can bring you more great content like this. We are here to serve you.